Hello everyone and welcome along to Northumberland FA podcast from the sidelines uh, with myself Gary Middleton and special guest today uh, England Learning Futsal Coach Developer Bruce Vores. Bruce welcome along to From the Sidelines again today. Hi Gary, thanks for having us back again. No problem Bruce. Bruce we're going to discuss developing more skillful coaches today but just before we get uh, stuck into the topic can you just explain to everyone listening in uh, a little bit about your background uh, within futsal and is it, is it your role as a coach developer? Yeah um, this is the second time I've been on the on, on your podcast um, so some people might have heard me before, but my full-time role is uh, a secondary school PE teacher, but I also do some part-time work for England Learning as well. That's that's mainly as a coach developer. That mainly involves delivering the national futsal course, but also running different CPD events that are linked to England futsal. Um, <clears throat> I've been involved in futsal now for well over a decade, had numerous experiences with different clubs and organisations, but most recently I've been coaching the Durham County Boys under 16 um, schools team, working with Jamie Sands. Jamie's another um, local PE teacher as well. Um, And we had a bit of success last season winning the the under 16 Youth Futsal Cup, the National Cup. So that's kind of what I do and where I'm at at the moment. Brilliant, Bruce. Um, Bruce is, is coaches that may be listening in today and want to get qualified within futsal. What does that journey now look like? Uh, and what sort of opportunities for, for progression on that pathway? Yeah, the coach education pathway with England Learning now starts off with the introduction to futsal course. That's a 60-minute course, roughly. That's how long it takes to complete it's a free course and it's it's completely based online. The the intro to futsal covers a few key themes, so it kind of gives an overview of what the game of futsal actually is and why it requires skillful players. It gives you some um, pointers and info on how to get started with your team if you're completely new to it, so what your training might look like, where you can play, that kind of thing. Um, and it, it, you know, it does touch on the, the the basics of what the core technical skills are, as well. So that's kind of your first step. The, the the second step is then the national futsal course. That that course currently costs 128 pound. Um, it involves two days of face to face learning, two online assessments, and covers the the game in a little bit more detail. So looks at core moves in futsal. We cover what the attacking and defending systems are in the game. Yeah. We'll have a look a little bit more in depth at the laws of the game. Um, but I think the key thing from that course is really how you can how you can use futsal and apply it in your own setting in terms of you know wherever you're working, whatever um, group of players you're working with. We have a course coming up in the northeast in February. So February 2024, we have a course taking place at Sunland at the Beacon of Light. The first date is Sunday the 4th of Feb and the second date is Sunday the 18th of February. Um, and I think the course, well, I, I know the course can be found on the England Learning website. So if you want to enrol on that um, or find out some more information about it, you can take yourself to that that website and, and have a search for that. Um, the final stage in the, the coach education pathway in England at the moment, 
after the national futsal course is the UEFA B futsal license. So this course is a little bit different in the sense that it's it's delivered centrally um, out of St George's Park. It's a, about a seven month long course. The FA normally run one per season and I think roughly it costs around £700. And again, it's it's a mix of face-to-face learning, um, some days with tutors and some online sessions as well. So yeah, that's that's the, the, the sort of pathway at the moment. Mm. Great, Bruce. Fantastic. Bruce, since we last spoke, has there any been any further futsal developments in the UK that coaches would be interested in hearing about? Yeah, definitely. I think the last time we spoke, we talked about England futsal just kind of becoming the, the delivery partner, working yeah. with the FA um, and taking on a lot more futsal work in, in, in England. Um so since then, there's, there's been a few further developments that England Futsal have kind of taken a lead on, really. They are now um, kind of in, in the process of relaunching the, the National Youth Futsal Cup. So mentioned this briefly earlier, my team were involved in it last season and it was named the Pokemon Youth Futsal Cup. Yeah. Well, that, that Pokemon sponsorship deal, I think, is now expired. So England Futsal are now overseeing that competition, but from what I understand, it's still going to run in, in a very similar sort of way. There'll be a under 10, under 12, 14 and 16 competition for, for boys and for girls. Um, yeah, and I think last season there was quite a lot of success for the Northeast based teams that, that took part in, in those competitions. A number of teams from Northumberland and Durham progressed and, and made it through to finals day. Um, and as I mentioned before, the, the Durham County team won the won the under 16 cup. So that's uh, that, that's something quite exciting to see how that competition develops with, with England Futsal. Um, England Futsal are now also leading the coach development, sorry, the coach mentoring programme for for the sport. Last season, that was one of my roles with, with the FA was the coach mentor program and, and sort of leading on that in in the northeast but now that that program's been taken on by England futsal and um they've appointed a, a member of staff to kind of oversee the whole mentoring offer so if you're interested in that in, in working with a coach mentor you can find out some more information on the England futsal website um I think the the other piece of, of news probably the, the biggest news dropped before Christmas and that was that the England men's futsal teams coming back mm-hmm. so just to give a little bit of background a bit of context when when Covid hit in the middle of the pandemic 2020 the FA made a lot of cuts and some of those cuts that they made affected futsal and they removed the men's programme it's taken a little bit of work in a few years down the line but England futsal are bringing that, that team back so I believe there are plans in place now for that men's team to to take part in the qualifiers for the the Euro Championships. Yeah, fantastic, Bruce. I mean, lots of lots of development there, and lots of opportunities as well for 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 coaches and teams keen on developing futsal uh, in the northeast. Um, Bruce, the podcast title today is developing more skillful coaches. Um, there's a big focus in coach education at the moment around developing more skillful players. 
but how do you feel coaching futsal can benefit or develop an individual as a coach as well? Yeah, um, the idea for this this topic and this this podcast, I think, came from a, a conversation I had on the last national futsal course. So I was delivering, I think it was October 2023 with Alan Evans. Um, and, and as you've kind of alluded to there, the, the key message from the FA is around the, the six key capabilities and how they can help develop more skillful players. Um, I think futsal is often seen as a, as a tool coaches can use to help develop more skillful players. But we got into a discussion on that course um, a little bit off topic, really, around how futsal can maybe um, develop different coaching skills as well. So exposure to to futsal, how it can maybe help football coaches or coaches in general, really. Um, it was quite an interesting chat, quite an interesting discussion. I went away after the course and, you know, like, like we do as coach developers, you reflect on things and... Um, yeah, it just it led me to the idea for this this podcast, really. I think futsal can be a really good tool for coach mm-hmm. development. Um, I'm sure we'll get into things in a little bit more detail as we're, you know, we'll have a chat and go through the conversation. But I think um, sometimes staying in the same environment isn't necessarily a good thing for a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a coach, you maybe need to learn to, to look for things on the sort of periphery, on the on the fringes, things that will maybe educate you a little bit more, um, give you some more creative or innovative ideas. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, we are influenced as, as people, as coaches by, by lots of things. I think maybe our, our experiences of being coached ourselves, the, the coaches that we maybe work with, um, our coach education experiences but I think the the thing is it's it's important to try new things and learn new things um, and get some inspiration from from other areas and I certainly think that um, fo- fo- sorry coaching futsal can provide that for for football coaches and you know mainly grassroots coaches yeah I think variety is key Bruce in the development of players but also in the development of us as coaches which that different that variety will create different challenges for, and how we adapt with them with them changes, you know. Um, can you describe to the listeners in in where which futsal's influence your own coaching, Bruce? Yeah, um, futsal has influenced my own coaching. Um, it's, it's had a massive influence on it. I think. Going going back a little while now, but I think I, I started off as a as, as a fo- football coach. That's that's what I first got into really. Um, then qualified as a teacher. Then did a lot of level one courses and qualifications in you know numerous different sports. Um, but in terms of coaching, I think I only really coached football outside of my my PE job. Um, and, and kind of thinking back to the the start of that journey, um, my my emphasis probably was on on winning, and that's what I wanted to do. And you know, kind of at any sort of cost, really. And I think looking back on that now, I'm not not particularly proud of of that. Um, I made some decisions as a coach 
um, that I probably regret now. But over time, my approach, my style, certainly my philosophy has has changed. Um, I think that's partly to do with becoming more experienced. So, you know, as a coach, as a teacher, that's maybe a polite way to say I'm getting older <laughs> as well. But um, I also think becoming a parent had, a, had an influence on me as well as a coach because I started to think about things differently. Certainly when my children started to get involved in sports themselves, I started to view, you know, how parents viewed what the coach was doing a little bit differently. Um, but I think futsal also, as well as those other things, has played a part in in my change. I think most notably, it's it's changed my focus, and that focus now is on more on on, on developing players. Um, I class that now as a as, as a priority, really. Um, I'd say also as a result of coaching futsal that I place probably a little bit more emphasis now on the tactical side of the game. Um, I maybe didn't give that as much attention in football in the past, but futsal being a very tactical game, you know, having only four outfield players means that there's there's kind of very little margin for error, for personal errors. Um, and every every individual has to maintain that tactical awareness in order, you know, in order for the team to succeed and the team mm-hmm. to be success, successful. Um other ways in which maybe futsal's influenced my coaching. Um, I think it's helped me to, to sort of self-regulate um, during games. I used to have quite a fiery temperament. Um, you know, and I, I think that coaching the game has helped me, coaching the game of futsal has helped me to manage my, what we might call our, our stressors a, a, little, a little bit more. Um <clears throat> So, you know, just to give an example, I remember coaching a game when I used to work at Northumbria Uni. And this game in particular, I remember I was it was quite highly charged. There was there was a lot at stake. Um and it wasn't quite going to plan for us at the time. And I, I remember um, you know, those those kind of situations for a coach, when things aren't going to plan, you know, decisions are going against you, the team isn't performing, that can be quite stressful for you as a coach. And I think when you're stressed, you get emotional and maybe you're not thinking clearly. And then that affects your decisions in terms of, you know, what you're doing with the team. Um, so, yeah, getting back to the story, really, I think it's a little bit weird, but my children were quite young at the time. And I remember in the middle of this game, sticking my hands in my pockets and I kind of found a, um, I found a dummy in my pocket from, I don't know where, like picked it up from home somewhere and forgot about it. And um, in that moment, you know, the, the, the heat of the moment in the game, I just had a bit of a laugh to myself and it strangely just calmed me down for a couple of minutes, for a couple of seconds, and then put it back in my pocket. Nobody saw it, by the way. I just quickly put it back in the pocket and then went back into the game. And... I was able to focus again on, on what I needed to do as a coach. Um, that was something that stuck with me. And I've, I, I don't carry a dummy in my pockets <laughs> anymore. But I do I do from time to time use that experience to help me. So sometimes in a game, I'll, I'll 
put my hands in my pockets. So if you're watching me in a game and I'm coaching, you see me with my hands in my pockets, that often means that I'm trying to refocus myself um, using that memory, really. Look, I mean, uh, it worked for me. It won't work for everybody. But I think the point I'm trying to make is that futsal, coaching futsal is intense. It's a, it's a relentless game. It sends your heart rate through the roof as a coach. And you need to find ways to control yourself and ways to keep yourself balanced. Um, I'm lucky enough now that most of the time I can recognise those those triggers and I can I can do things like going to the pocket to you know to to sort of level myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know other coaches might have might have other things that they use or I, I certainly think it's worth thinking about to try and find something that that, um, that works for you. But but yeah, I think futsal has helped me um, manage my emotional control as, as a coach, certainly. Bruce, what, what demands are placed on coaches in, in the futsal environment that maybe differs from the football one? Yeah, um, lots, of, lots of demands, lots of demands. Um, pick a couple out, really, and I sort of touched on this just a little bit before, but the, the tactical demands in, in the game of futsal are really yeah. high. Um, so the demands that are placed on a coach in, in that sense are, you know, quite important. Um, I think my personal opinion is that unlike football, the coach probably has a greater opportunity to, to you know, to influence play in futsal. Um, you know, teams might use a single tactical system um, in, in a game that might be that might be playing a pressing game or it might be a more sort of defensive counter-attacking strategy. But quite often, due to the changing nature of the game um, and how often the, the score changes in the game as well, a coach might change and, and use several attacking and defensive systems during the course of a game. Um, it could be for a whole host of different reasons. It could be to try and gain an advantage. It could be that you've you've recognised the weakness in, in your opponents or you I don't know, you may be protecting a weakness that that you've got in, in, in your side. Um or to manage manage the clock. Could be that you're trying to chase the game. So you know a tactic that that we, we cover on the, the national futsal course is the, the fly goalkeeper rule where um you know often used when a team is losing they can take their goalkeeper off and replace the goalkeeper with an outfield player just to try and get some some sort of uh, um, superiority in terms of possession. Um, so I do think the tactical demands of the game um, differ from a, from a football um, environment. I think the, the substitution rule in futsal as well, I think that puts a big demand on the coach. Um Coaches can make as many subs as they like in a game of futsal. If you're playing at a high tempo, you know, that's that's your choice to play high intensity game, then you, you probably tend to swap players more often, mainly for physical reasons. Um, it's not uncommon to change all four outfield players at once. Um but in a full 40-minute game of futsal, if you're playing a full game on a stop clock, 
it's quite possible that as a coach you can make I don't know close close to 50 subs in a game and that's that's not always for physical reasons um you know some of those changes could be technical technical reasons they could be tactical reasons um so again I think that's that's another area which I believe like grassroots football coaches can maybe benefit from experience in futsal. Um, I know, again, personal experience, I know now when I'm running my school football teams, often I make a lot of changes based on on some of my ideas that I've developed through futsal. So, um, yeah, I, I do think um, that the demands, a lot of the demands are, are pretty different in the game of futsal. Yeah, Bruce, and just adding on to that, what skills can a coach develop? In futsal, that then they can transfer into that seven-a-side game, nine-a-side game, eleven-a-side game. Yeah, um, in terms of skills, developing skills as a coach, and again, this this is kind of the this is kind of the the the, the question really that that got me thinking about this podcast, Gary. Um, and, and what we talked about on the national futsal course we we delivered was improving observation skills so we felt you know that the people in the room that day that our observation skills were really put to the test in a game of futsal and mm-hmm. um, you know if, if you go and watch a clip of of something online football for example it might be i don't know it might be the build-up to a goal or some sort of pressing sequence on the first watch you'll probably pick one thing out um, you know, you watch it over and over. You might pick a couple of different things out, but I think if you, you know, if, if you've had the experience of coaching futsal and you watch a, you know, you watch a short clip, I think you might be able to pick out two or three things straight away. Um, and that's just purely on the fact that um, there's so much action and so much chaos kind of packed into a couple of minutes play that as a coach. You've you've got to be you've got to be observing and trying to pick up different bits and pieces all the time. Um, I think the game itself, as you know, in its nature, there's, there's so many more player actions. Um, there's a, there's a lot of evidence out there to back this up. But there are more goals, there are more shots, there's more saves, which means that there's more um, combinations and connections between players. There's more 1v1 duels, more counter-attacks. Um, and again, this is my opinion. I might be right, I might be wrong, but that's that's beneficial, I think, for players because they're getting more repetition, but I think also for coaches because you're getting more repetition, you're seeing things um, more frequently. You, you've, you've got to try and improve or coaching the game just naturally improves your observation skills. Um, and I think, and again, my opinion, but I think that if you return to coaching football after futsal, I think you find the game is just slowed down a little bit more um, and it becomes a little bit easier to, to, to spot things and, and pick things up. Um, in terms of other skills, one of the other big ones, I think, that, that maybe gets overlooked in football is, is set pieces. Um, on on day two of the national futsal course, there's a there's a section that that we cover on on set pieces. 
So that's looking at corners and, and mainly kick-ins as well. Um, my view is that in, in futsal, probably due to the, the smaller dimensions of the, the, the playing area, that corners and kick-ins in the attacking half are scoring opportunities. Um, and certainly the teams that, that I work with, the players I work with, I want us to try and have a shot at goal within maybe one or two passes from a from a restart. Um, so these these sort of opportunities can be created by sort of choreographing set piece routines, like maybe a coach would in a sport, maybe like basketball. Um, you know, and I, and I think having a <coughs> creating a sort of playbook, if you like, as a coach. Um, gives them a bit more creative creative license to develop a, a series of, of routines that they can have variations on and different sort of play calls to use during a game. Um, you know, I, I think a high percentage of goals in football, certainly top-level football, are scored from set pieces. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's something that we, we ignore a little bit in, in football. Um, I don't. I don't know. I know there's a few professional clubs out there who've um, employed set piece coaches. I read something about Klopp at Liverpool employing a. I think it was a throw in coach to try and improve what they did in throw ins and how they could retain possession a little bit better. I've read that Arsenal and Tottenham have used set piece coaches as well to try and improve the number of goals that they get from set pieces. Um, so I do think football can maybe take some ideas from futsal in terms of how we can be maybe a little bit more inventive from from set pieces. And I think as a coach, if you are putting yourself in that futsal environment, um, you know, you're, you're going to get numerous opportunities to try out those, those set piece ideas. So, uh, yeah, I do think set pieces is something that we can we can work on in futsal and maybe transfer into football. Bruce, any good examples of futsal coaches who've now made the switch into into football itself? Um, what one springs to mind? One springs to mind straight away, which is Michael Skubala. So, Michael was the England men's head coach. Talked before about um, pre-COVID. So, Michael was the the last England futsal head coach before that team was was dissolved. Um, after that, he moved into football, or I think back into football. He, he went to Leeds United, coached in the, the 21s there. And then last season when, um, what's his name? I forgot his name. Jess, Jesse Marsh. When Jesse Marsh was um, fired, then Michael took over first team duties for a few games at, at Leeds. Um, and then before Christmas, He's now taken over as, um, as as the manager, head coach at, at Lincoln City. So yeah, that's that's the one that that springs out, mm-hmm. springs to mind. Yeah, great, Bruce. Just any final key messages for coaches out there wanting to get on that futsal journey and developing themselves as coaches through futsal. Yeah, I think the key message for me is it's very simple. I think I just encourage football coaches, grassroots football coaches, just to experiment with futsal, just to give it a go, give yeah. it a try. 
certainly if you haven't done it before. I think the players will benefit from playing both football and futsal if you can, you know, if you can give them that opportunity. But I think, you know, as we've talked about today, I think the coaches will benefit too. Um, I'd encourage coaches, if they haven't done so already, to to get on that coaching pathway. Um, you know, start off with the intro to futsal, see how you find it, and then kind of go from there, decide what to do after that. Um, and also, you know, if, if you are going to experiment with the game, if you are going to try it out, and, you know, you, you maybe like some of the ideas that we've spoke about today, I think there's a, a good resource on the FA's website. So there's a web page called the FA Community. Um, I don't know if you if, if you were aware of it, but there's a futsal game guide on there as well. It's a really, really good resource. It's it's free. There's lots of resources on there. There's blogs, there's webinars, there's different videos that kind of um, support the messages that we, we go through on the intro to futsal and that we go through on the, the national futsal course. So for, for coaches starting out, I think that's a great a great reference point and, and something that you can keep referring back to as well throughout your coaching. Bruce, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Uh, many thanks once again uh, for promoting the game of futsal. Um, and hopefully this podcast episode is, supports that and uh, pushes futsal forward once again. Uh, and hopefully we'll speak again soon. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me again. Cheers, Bruce. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye.